It is Friday, December 4th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we are talking about late model drivers who made the most of limited National Series starts this year, and then we will take a look at what dirt racing is happening uh, over the weekend and where to watch it. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. Blood carries a high-performance line of synthetic racing oils, and they've got you covered for all sorts of dirt racing applications. Engine oils, gear oils, suspension fluid, cleaning products, you name it, they've got it. For those racers that are looking to start putting their 2021 schedules together and are looking for partners, check out Blood's Racer Support Program. They offer discounts on products plus free swag, and they support hundreds of racers across many divisions throughout the country. They're currently accepting applications for the 2021 season right now. To check out the support program, find out more information, or to buy, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D lubricants.com. If you'd like to receive 25% off most products, use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. With so much late model racing happening across the country available, uh, you know, kind of on a weekly basis around the season, there will obviously be a ton of guys that kind of float in and out of series depending on location and how much money's on the line. Uh, I jumped into the Lucas and World of Outlaws results to pinpoint a few guys who made the most of limited starts with the two national series this year. I debated on including a few guys, but in the end, I'm going to mention the 2020 Big Three and Brandon Shepard, Jimmy Owens, and Brandon Overton. Uh, I, I feel like I can't not talk about those guys. And it's kind of a weird thing. So, like, obviously, the you know, Overton was is kind of the one that makes the most sense here, as he didn't run a series full time. But Owens and Shepard each ran a series full time. I'm going to talk about kind of their forays into the opposite series that they didn't race. Um, so, Shepard, while dominating the Outlaw season, also made 21 appearances with the Luke Soil Late Model Dirt Series. In those starts, he finished in the top 10 85% of the time and top five 62% of the time. He also had five wins, which was nearly a quarter of his starts. As for Owens, he made 12. 12 outlaw starts while running the uh, f- uh, while winning the Lucas Championship. Excuse me. In those 12 starts, he had nine top tens, eight top fives, and four wins. And Overton split time between the outlaws, Lucas, and regional action. In 25 Lucas starts, he had 17 top tens, 12 top fives, and three wins. In 16 outlaw starts, he had 11 top tens, 10 top fives, and an incredible six wins. That's over 37% of his starts ending in wins. So now I didn't jump into this exploration, uh, you know, exploration to highlight the big three. I, you know, I feel like we've talked plenty on the show through the year about those guys and their accomplishments, which were great. Don't get me wrong, um, but I wanted to kind of find a few other guys to spotlight and see who made the most of their time running with the big series. First up is a guy I've talked about a few times this year uh, who really showed out between the Outlaws and Lucas and will parlay his success into a full-time campaign with the Lucas Late Models next season. The driver's Ricky Thornton Jr. In 12 starts with the Outlaws, Thornton had a win at Jackson, three top fives and four top tens, but where he was really impressive was with Lucas. In 17 starts, he grabbed a win, seven top fives and 10 top tens. Over his final 10 Lucas starts, his average finish was 6.5 and over the final five races, his average finish was a series best 3.6. It was a really impressive stretch for a driver who only ran a little more than a third of the schedule. On a nightly basis, he was outrunning the sport's best. His final five finishes were third, second, tenth, first, and second. If he can find a way to keep that going into 2021, he will certainly be one to watch next year with Lucas. Two other drivers I want to highlight are Dale McDowell and Zach Dome. While neither are certainly new to racing with the National Tours, both made the most of their limited starts in 2020. McDowell only attempted eight Lucas races this season, but he finished in the top 10 in seven of them and in the top five three times. His finishes in those eight starts were 6th, 7th, 25th, 9th, 5th, 3rd, 7th, and 5th. If you throw out his 25th place run at Florence in August, his average finish for the year would have been 6th. It's difficult to float in and out of these series and be competitive 
competitive all the time, but McDowell make it look easy. Obviously, his experience uh, is going to be a big factor with that every time he comes out, but uh, really impressive uh, runs there for somebody who only ran eight races. As for Dome, he only ran nine Lucas races in 2020, but he was in the top 10 in two-thirds of those starts and in the top five in more than half. Even with a 21st place result at Portsmouth in September, his average feature finish was 7.25. He finished the season with two top fives at Brownstown and a sixth at Portsmouth at the Dirt Track World Championship. And a top-off Dome season, he scored a $10,000 win at Richmond Raceway, driving a tribute car for the late Jackie Boggs. He was named one of the top regional drivers in the country this year by Dirt on Dirt, and you can certainly see why looking at these numbers. Uh, if you'd like to see more late model numbers from the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series and World of Outlaws Late Model Series, you can check those out uh, in those series sections at dirttracker.com slash analytics. This kind of idea of people who uh, you know who make the most of limited starts is something I'm probably going to explore with uh, the two sprint car series as well, the All-Stars and World of Outlaws, uh, and see which guys you know are kind of able to pick and choose. And you know, you think about the the Brian Browns of the world, the Rico Abers of the world, the Kerry Madsons of the world, those those types of drivers that uh, obviously aren't full time but uh you know i'd like to kind of explore the those series as well and see um you know similarly who who was able to make the most of those limited starts Speaking of late models, the Extreme Dirt Car Series is back in action this weekend for round number two. If you don't know, the Extreme Dirt Car Series is a winter late model series that consists of six rounds around the southeast. Brandon Overton won the season opener at Cherokee Speedway back on November 22nd after leader Chris Madden cut a tire late in the 100 lapper. That was the blue-gray 100. Madden was the champion of the series back in 2019. This weekend's race, the Grinch 40, is at Volunteer Speedway in Tennessee. The event drew 23 super late models last season, and I expect something similar uh, that uh, to that this weekend. Uh, $5,000 to the winner in that event. We know Scott Bloomquist will race. It will be his final event of 2020. I'm not sure about other drivers. I would assume Overton, Madden, guys like that. Um, you know, those kind of uh, regular runners, maybe a Ross Bales, you know, those types of uh, Southeast guys that run a lot of these events. Uh, I would expect those guys to, to be in attendance this weekend. If you can't be at Volunteer, Dirt Vision will have live coverage on Saturday. Uh, I know uh, there's some issues maybe with the weather. The last time I looked, it looked like it might be okay on Saturday, but they said if there is an issue with weather that they would use Sunday as a rain date. So keep that in mind there for the, the Grinch 40 at Volunteer. There are three items on the streaming schedule for today with all three happening on Flow Racing. Besides USAC 24-7, they've got the second night of New Zealand Stock Car and Super Saloon action from Eastland Group Race way and then the first night of the 602 nationals at all tech raceway featuring 602 late models and thunderstocks all tech raceway in florida if you'd like to see that full daily streaming schedule you can find that every single day at dirttracker.com watch tonight I wanted to kind of look around too and see what else is going on this weekend. If you're looking for racing to watch, there are a few things uh, kind of across the streaming platforms. Uh, even though uh, you know we're pretty late into December, uh, but still a little bit of racing going on. Saturday, there's Outlaw Kart action at Red Bluff out in California. That can be watched on Fast Four Media. Flow Racing will um, have, uh, like I just mentioned, 602 Nationals tonight, but they will also have 602 Nationals tomorrow night as well. Dirt Vision has two shows on Saturday. Um, they've got uh, several divisions, including Sprint Cars and action at Perth Motorplex for the John Day Classic, and then they'll also be streaming that second round of the Extreme Dirt Car Series from Volunteer Speedway. Uh, so again, to be able to keep up that schedule, dirttracker.com slash watch tonight will have you covered through the weekend with uh, you know links to watch and everything that's going on. But 
just a few shows going on. Things continue to kind of trickle down uh, over the next couple of weeks as we get towards the end of the year. Uh, there will be still a few things going on here and there. There's plenty of uh, iRacing stuff going on if you're into the esports, uh, you know, kind of esports world. Uh, those things will be on the streaming schedule between Dirt Car and the iRacing World of Outlaws World Championship. Um, and then, you know, we're kind of downhill now. We'll get to, to um, the Tulsa shootout uh, here towards the end of the year and then uh, obviously uh, into January for the Chili Bowl. Um, no, uh, no Gateway Indoor Dirt, uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals this year uh, that was, uh, you know, lost to COVID. So uh, some of the things that we're kind of used to having here towards the end of the year, we won't have. We'll have a few of them, though, still. So there'll be plenty of talk about, uh, plenty to talk about here uh, in the coming weeks as well. Um, and a few more uh, explorations into some numbers as well. Uh, if you're uh, headed to the racetrack this weekend, you know, going, uh, you know, to do some Christmas shopping, looking for some stuff to watch, make sure to check out those Dirt Tracker Conversations episodes. Uh, Brad Loyette was my guest this week. Uh, plenty of uh, great stuff to check out in that episode. And then there's 14 other episodes that you can check out. Uh, you know, Mike McKinney and uh, Brian Holbert and, you know, Tori Knutson, plenty of drivers in there that have, uh, you know, drivers and other industry people that I've talked to. Um, and the next week's uh, conversation episode features Logan Wagner, a sprint car driver from Pennsylvania. So stay tuned for that early next week. Uh, that's it for the show this week. Hope everybody has a good weekend. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com, and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Feedler. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you Monday for more Dirt Tracker Daily.